Hi there, I hope you're having a great day. I'm Dion, Creative Coordinator for University on the Ground and Nelly Benhan Studios. So I'm just here to introduce this amazing podcast created by V as a part of the Moon Orchestra Whistleblowing Residency. So that was a two-month program calling for an investigation into whistleblowing as a political action but also an instrument and language. And what I find really lovely about this podcast is the energy and the way they kind of went about it. Because in this podcast, V and other members of the Moon Orchestra, they just, in the park, they've just had a live performance in the Moon Convoy. They're sitting in the sun, they're on the grass, they're just having a lovely time. And personally, I kind of tried to, to just give that same energy for this intro. I was like, okay, yeah, I'm gonna sit outside, I'm gonna have my little chair, gonna have my little setup. And immediately, uh, dogs just started barking. Um, but thankfully this podcast isn't plagued by the noise levels that I'm currently plagued with, but it's still a lovely listen. So just a little bit more about Moon Orchestra, the whistleblowing residency. As part of this practice-based residency, students actually unraveled the relationships between nation states, music, political action and displacement. It's a lot of big ideas that are coming together. So Moon Orchestra was composed of unique multidisciplinary creatives and musicians who actually went about with Moon Convoy, which was a part of the Tour de Moon Festival that went around England during May and June of 2022. It was very cool stuff, guys. I mean, if you missed out, you should definitely go check out socials. Um, just go on Instagram, Tour de Moon. Oh, you'll see some of the, the spicy action that went down at the festival. So this podcast was a part of the series of experiences and creative interventions that Moon Orchestra members made. This was things involving political theory and musical practice. And honestly, they're amazing people. So I know that you guys are going to love this as much as I do. So please do enjoy. Uh, without further ado, and you'll hear back from me for the outro. Enjoy. Southampton. Hello, King. Oh, hi. Hi, everyone. Hi, V. Hello. Okay. <laughs> Hello, Mango. Hello, Akupusi Mango. My name is Mango. <laughs> Hello, Samar. Hello. I want to talk to you about your instruments, mm. and I'm going to ask you to like tell me what those are and I want you to think about them in the broadest way possible um, those can be physical things they can be they can be your voice it can be your pen they can be anything that make you think of what an instrument is for you musically um, because what I'm trying to figure out and understand from this experience for myself and for all of us in it is how we are all already sort of knowledge producers, knowledge holders, but how in this experience as well, we are continuously becoming experts in our own sounds mm -hmm. and that in a collective space, right? So I'm doing that through our instruments. What does that look like and how do people understand that? Mm -hmm. So the first question I'm going to ask you is about 
is to do with what your instruments are, what you consider your instruments to be. So, you know, I always uh, considered my voice to be my primary instrument. Um, but now, I'd say guitar is slowly becoming my instrument as well. Uh, so those two. My instruments are myself, Zoe, my cello, Chloe, and my bow, Bowie. Yeah, so I'd say my main instrument is the santur um, and then I also do sing quite a lot and it, that's really I've started singing a lot more now than I did when I was younger uh, I cannot really remember a time when I haven't had the santur so I've been playing since I was a little kid uh, and you know it's become you know Essentially, it's become my identity. If people know me, you know, probably if if they know me longer than five minutes, they'll know that I play an instrument called santur. Basically, it's how I find meaning of being here, like being on this planet. It's to you know develop myself, and, and the santur is like a a tool for me to find that kind of meaning and my place on this planet, really. So as a, as a composer, I'm sort of thinking about this first, in which context I think that I often think about an audience as an instrument. I think that a lot of composing is not only inviting instrumentalists and musicians to create sound, but inviting an audience to listen to that sound and to like perform the music inside their heads in a way. Um, then. A different answer would be that as a percussionist I kind of consider a lot of like anything that makes a sound as an instrument which can, like anything can be and also crucially interestingly also things that don't make a sound because they can imply sound. I always love music and like just rhythm um, with like dancing and singing in church and stuff, I never didn't necessarily consider my voice as an as an instrument or if, as even like a thing that was like specific to me. So when I was eight, did like a princess show, like Dominica. So I'm from Dominica. Dominica. <laughs> um, and they're they're big on pageants and like. Like it's it's a big national thing every carnival and independence season. So we have a dance called Bel Air, which is like with a drum, two dancers, usually a man and a woman, um, and they dance together um, with the drum. And there's a chorus surrounding them. Um, and I was part of my primary school's group in the chorus. So just like church, just from like the culture of Dominica, basically. I've, oh, I've used it in a very communal, enjoying way. Uh, my instruments, uh, mostly my sound, like my voice, that's what I mean. Um, uh, being in, in a space where I can express um, has no limitations, so um, I don't have to uh, try and sound for someone to hear, but I sound of authentically myself. Mm, um, I feel like my first instrument is like my voice, then my body, then bass, um, 
elec- different like electronic instruments. I also really like picking things up and seeing how they can like become an instrument, like become a producer of some type of sound. Um, I think my instruments are my guitar, um, the technology and like equipment that friends have just been like, here, you need this for your practice, so I'm going to give this to you. So that's been an electric guitar, a chaos pad, a synth, an amp. So anything that like loved ones have just passed on to me have become my instrument. I'll just be jamming with them and they'll just be like, no, you need to take this with you on your travels. And I'll be like, oh my God, okay. (laughs) Yeah, so those usually are my instruments. And I think also instruments is like being in space with people. I'm gonna now ask you about maybe a word, a feeling, even a sound you can maybe replicate if you can, that best describes your relationship with your instrument in this moment. And that can be to do with the performance we just done. It could be to do with this journey on the orchestra. It could be the sort of whole, your whole, the whole thing. Is there something that best describes that relationship? open. I think it allows me to appreciate things on a deeper level. You know, like, I might hear a song I like. I might listen to that song, you know, a hundred times or whatever. And then uh, I go to play that song, and I play that song a hundred more times. But I, I enjoy it in a different way. Um, so, I think it just uh, allows me to, you know, just sink deeper into music was the first time that i actually have to like learn how to work with it in a way that's sustainable and i'm really feeling that today because my voice has taken is like it's not comfortable it's not particularly happy right now yeah so like today is like okay and this made me very aware of like my instrument is in my body it's a reflection as well of how i'm treating myself like so it's completely it's completely linked um like that relationship with my instrument and the relationship to myself they're one and the same so that became really clear to me today i feel like my relationship to my bass especially is like 
it's interesting because it's like I don't really have any like actual musical like background like I've never um, I've mostly come from like doing like poetry and doing a lot of like drawings um, I think that poetry has always been like a really important like channel for me and then like my friend I think like a cup a few years ago now like gave me their bass and it was like the first time I was like whoa like okay like this is like something I can build like a relationship with and I think like I love bass because I don't necessarily know like any any notes or chords but I like when it's like I don't it's not really about how it sounds but more about like really putting out like an emotion or like like a cathartic feeling like through this like tool that I feel like the most like connected to the bass especially when I'm like really like taking time to like learn things every day or like experiment or um, like push myself Okay, what is it that you were feeling today, for example, when you were reading out or reading on improvisation? I just get on the feelings, like, right there and then, however you feel in that surrounding and is how you should release it. But I just felt like um, the way that I improvise this whole journey uh, would have worked well with the poem about improvisation. Not trying to take your life. This is all you, even me. I'm your instrument. It's just an instrument you used for your piece. So this is all you, it's not me. I was just an instrument, so I thought if you wanted to use another instrument, I could be that power for you, and that's what it was.
so much of performing is about like vulnerability and trust and by standing um, on a stage like in especially within our orchestra setting we're putting a lot of trust into each other and into if there is an audience them and you know into the security guards to you know <laughs> but it, it's all about like yeah they watch um so yeah it's, it's about like creating space where vulnerability can be welcomed and that communication of um something very fragile often um like a solo line like a within such a big space like we're outside it's the biggest space you can imagine but like communicating something fragile and like sharing that is a, t a type of communication i suppose like sharing and vulnerability and the like reciprocation of that trust and like the feeling of it i think in an audience is something that is communicated um chloe has this um persona where she talks to me and she talks to her audience and she does this through her own language. Um, the language consists of such a huge range of sounds from, from the sound of knocking on her hollow body to plucking strings softly, hardly. Um, she, she, she sings like glissando, she tremolos, she plays long notes, she plays very short notes. Um, there's a huge range of um, ways that she expresses herself. Um, for a long time, I really struggled with communicating myself through Chloe because um, a lot of the time I was playing music, I was reading music. A lot of it was very classical, like some Bach and some Tchaikovsky and all these kinds of big names in classical music. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's a form of expression and it's incredibly uh, valid and it's incredibly famous, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's my own or Chloe's personal expression. Um, the other reason why I had a hard time um, using Chloe as a form of communication was partly through a lack of knowledge of the language and a lack of my personal connection and enjoyment through playing. Uh, it's taken a long time for me to break free from this. Um, and I really do feel like jamming and playing in the orchestra has really helped me to get over this. I think like as someone who like never had access to like getting like musical training or like look guitar lessons or like lessons on how to do this everything's been very do it myself like go on youtube or call up a homie and be like how do i play this chord i think like being in the orchestra and like specifically with my practice like it's like punk techno opera ambient electronic like it's a bunch of wild sounds a bunch of like improvised guitar and like things and i think because everyone's coming with so many different sounds i feel like my relationship to my instruments, I've kind of put them down um, and kind of sat with my voice more and like f using my voice more as like a way to add on to what's being layered. And also like, because in my practice, like I'm always holding an instrument and then in the orchestra, I find myself actually like putting it down and like being more of a body in a movement, like orchestrating the altar, orchestrating handing you your instruments, orchestrating like adding my voice. I just feel like I've become more of like this floating like spirit angel that's just like floating around the stage making sure everyone who is holding an instrument is like doing their instrument in the best way which I think is beautiful. I suppose it's influenced me in terms of like what I actually want to do. I suppose that what you've realized is you know music it's such a freeing thing and suddenly you want to live like that as well not just musically but actually on the like how you want you know how you want to make money how you want to, what type of relationships you want to form, 
with people, with nature. Uh, you know, music has an influence on all that because suddenly you wish to be creative in all aspects of life. Hi guys, it's me Dion, I'm back again. I think it's so amazing to think of instruments as, I suppose, an extension of the self and a way to express ourselves in different ways. So I hope that you enjoyed that as much as I did. So please be sure to check out the other podcasts that were created as a part of the Whistleblowing Residency on the University of the Underground SoundCloud. They're all under the playlist name Moon Orchestra, all be together. But yeah, have a lovely day, have a lovely time, have a lovely life. Um, Hopefully, you'll hear me on the next one.